Have you ever gotten really annoyed at someone who is simply ignoring your situation and just told you to simply be thankful for what you have? Sometimes the words of others can trigger so many feelings, especially when seasons feel challenging. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest on the Best Day Podcast as we talk super simple and easy ways to practice gratitude in your everyday life. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, feeling stressed, pulled in every direction, constantly comparing yourself to other people, lacking in confidence, all while driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day as you chug your second or third cup of coffee? Not to mention, you are the queen of long-winded to-do lists with an ambitious dream. If only you had more time in your day. Welcome to The Best Day Podcast the podcast to encourage your heart and speak life to your dreams. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and encouragement blogger at Graceful and Free. For the last several years, I struggled to find a healthy work-life balance. I was overcommitted, refused to say no, and worked a lot, sacrificing my sleep and my joy just to hustle harder, all while feeling extremely stressed and overwhelmed. Then I became a mom and I knew something had to give. Through embracing a positive mindset, I have found balance, established boundaries to protect my peace so that I can live every day as the best version of myself. Here to embrace an intentional life, believing that the ordinary can be the extraordinary, and to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Ready to have your best day as the best version of yourself? Well, friend, grab your iced coffee and let's get encouraged. You are listening to episode 124 of the Best Day Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It's your host, Haley, and I hope you had a wonderful and incredible Thanksgiving. I hope you are feeling rested and hopefully full from all the gathering and fun celebrations with friends and family over the last few days. I know my heart is feeling a lot of things as we head into a brand new week, and we had such a good week off as a family. My husband was off of work the whole week. I was off from teaching and my son was home with us for the whole entire week. So we just had all of us and our two dogs and we just soaked up all of the fun, sweet family time. And we made a lot of memories and a whole lot of snuggles. And I'm not going to lie, it was definitely challenging at moments when you are fully invested in motherhood and parenthood and fully involved in all of the things within the home. And I tell you, it's quite remarkable just how quick a two-year-old can move through every single room of the home and just completely turn everything over. (laughs) So of course it was so fun and I am feeling very expectant as we head into the weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas break. We have three weeks until time off for Christmas and my heart just feels eager and ready and joyful, ready for more moments that are lived more slowly, more intentionality, more of a presence. And I'm feeling 
eager and excited. And I hope you feel eager and excited too that as we quickly move through these last few months of the year, that you would really set your heart in a place of being still and not being afraid of the silence and not being afraid of the slow moments and just really taking each moment as it is and just being still and intentional with it. And I'm really excited for the next several podcast episodes that are coming up here on the podcast as we head through December and wrap up the end of the year. And today, today you're in for a real treat. So I have a special guest coming on the podcast today and you're really going to love this conversation. So I'm so excited to introduce you to Sarah Michelle. Sarah Michelle is a guided journal author and seeks to inspire and help others find a journaling practice that works. I know so many of us always love the idea to journal. It sounds great. We buy all the journals, we buy all the pens, at least I do. And then we sit down and we're not really sure where to start, or we feel like it has to be perfect. And then we just close the book and move on to the next part of our day. And Sarah Michelle, as an avid journaler herself, created two guided journals that help to add more gratitude, intention, and self-love within your daily morning or evening routine. And you know I'm all about talking about how to start your day and end your day with intentional routines to really set yourself up for success to live your best day. And Sarah Michelle created two journals for that reason. She was looking for a journal. She couldn't find a journal that she really wanted. So she created them, which is amazing. I love that. Can't find what you want. So freaking make it amazing. And she seeks to inspire others to really use gratitude to find the light on even the darkest days and to help you make all your days a bit brighter by living with intention. So many good things there. And I'm so excited for you to hear this wonderful conversation with Sarah Michelle. Enjoy. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast, Sarah Michelle. I am so glad you are here. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be sitting in this chair and I made the dash from school to home to make sure this could work and I'm so excited. Definitely, I was looking forward to our conversation all day. It was a bright spot in my day that I was looking forward to, so I'm so glad to have you here for the podcast And if you want to just really quickly introduce yourself and tell my listeners a little bit about you and what brings you joy and how you spend your lovely time during the day. Awesome. Absolutely. Um, I am Sarah Michelle. I wrote two guided journals, the morning reflection journal and the evening reflection journal. And my brand is all about gratitude and living with intention and I spend my days actually at home with my two boys who are two and a half and six months old. And I am just deep in motherhood. And it is a big part of my identity for this chapter of my life. So I'm sure that will come out throughout our conversation. But that's how I spend a lot of my time. Um, I also have a couple side gigs, but let's just stick to the journals for today. Love it. That's awesome. I love that motherhood is such a passion of your heart. And obviously with two little ones, and I know 
both of our sons are very close in age. I think they're just a couple weeks apart. Yes. Yes, they are. Which is super fun. So I know we don't live that far away from each other. So we'll have to definitely get them together at some point. And totally cool, fun story for the listeners out there. But Sarah, Michelle, and I go way back. Sarah, Michelle knew me way before there was ever a podcast. And I actually coached Sarah, Michelle in cross country back in high school. So this is so fun. And I'm just so glad that we were able to reconnect and that you could be here in this space. I'm excited to be here. We really wanted to record this episode with the focus of two things, gratitude, but gratitude with this whole presence and intention of how we live each day because life can be hard and life can be overwhelming. And whether you are fully in the thick of motherhood or you're trying to balance the things, whichever is currently being balanced on your shoulders, it's hard. (laughs) And there is such an importance to focus on gratitude, but sometimes that's not always easy. And so what are your thoughts in regards to trying to maintain a mindset of gratitude? Right. Well, first I want to acknowledge that if you are in a dark place, if you are struggling with mental health or any of those things, it can be so annoying to hear the phrase, like, just be grateful. And it feels like there's a dark blanket over you. And how could I ever be grateful? Like, that's not going to work. And I mean, all mental health things aside, like, it it does work. And looking back at all of the times where someone told me, oh, just be grateful. And I my husband got me a coffee cup once when we were dating that said, start each day with a grateful heart. And I was like, that is not what I need right now. But maybe it was what I needed. And studies show that gratitude does work, improving your mood, mental health, your productivity, all the good things are improved by gratitude. And when you are in that space of being grateful, counting your blessings, it is hard to leave room for anything negative. You know, when you sit and think about all the good things you have in your life, it kind of puts your blinders on for those things that like, maybe you're jealous of, maybe you want to improve upon. And sitting in that place of gratitude can put those blinders on in a good way. I love that. I agree completely with you. And I think it's funny because when you're in a hard place, the last thing you want to hear is anything that could bring any little bit of light into the situation because no, I can't handle this right now. I don't want my thoughts to go there. I just want to sit. But there is a moment for that. There is a moment for sitting in that place. But then when you can allow your heart to focus on gratitude and things to be thankful for. It's so empowering. And I personally feel like I'm living a lot of this right now 
with one of our dogs who has bone cancer, who we don't know how much longer he has. And this was our first dog. So like, I never grew up with dogs. This is my baby. And it could be super easy to sit here and feel like he's only six. We should have all this time left. It could be so easy to focus on just the sad of the situation and the heartbreak that I feel. But each time that I'm thinking of that, I also, there's been a big part of me that's really wanted to focus on just how thankful I am for him as a dog and thankful that he's our first dog and how loyal he is and how kind he is. And so as annoying as it probably sounds when you hear hard things, it's the one thing that through this I've been clinging to of, okay, yes, I feel sad about this. Yes, this is hard right now, but oh my gosh, I am so thankful for all of the memories I have and the fact that this is hard because it means it's been something that has touched my heart in such a deep and powerful way. And so I definitely connect to that because that's something that I'm currently going to each moment in my head of like, man, like all of this pain is coming from a thankful heart of these things are just so good. And I just don't want it to end because it's so good. Right. And I feel like it's also a, like a muscle you build with practicing gratitude as with many mindset things, when you practice them, when you are at like a neutral space and really get into the habit of remembering to be grateful every day, then on those harder days, you've built in that practice and it's easier to return to. I love that. And I love how you're right. It absolutely is building a muscle. And just as you would train a muscle for any activity you do in life, when you're not used to doing that thing, it's going to feel weird and it's going to feel awkward and it's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to have resistance. But when you push through, then you realize, oh, okay, wait a minute. That's nice. Or that is different, but a good different. And so I love that you described it that way because I think that's a really good reminder to have, especially when we so often try to obtain false perfectionism and all these things of like, wait a minute, no, no, no. It's a practice. It's just Mm -hmm. a practice, something I need to practice. And I love the aspect of doing it in a neutral spot too. So you're not completely one side or the other of like abundant joy or just deep heartache. And it's like, no, 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 let's just stay grounded in this neutral zone here and start there. Right. And staying grounded, I think, is also something that could go into, we could go into with gratitude with how when you can't think of anything else to put on your gratitude list and you start looking around at the sun above and the floors of your house below and really bringing yourself into the present, I think it all ties together beautifully. Yeah, that's such a good thing to do. And when you feel overwhelmed and you feel stressed and how easy it is to just feel all the things based off of our own expectations of what we need to do and what we need to accomplish. Yet when you take that moment and slow things down and center yourself and ground yourself, but also take that grounding and directly connect it with a thankful heart and a place of gratitude, it can really unlock a powerful mindset and just a powerful position of the heart to 
keep going forward with whatever it is you're trying to either work through or deal with. Right. And you mentioned perfectionism. And I think also like playing the victim is something that gratitude has a really powerful impact on um, because it's so easy to get caught into that. Like they have it better than me. Like this is so-and-so's fault, not my fault that I feel this way and life would be better if I was in this position instead of where I am and bringing gratitude into it really combats that powerfully. And recently it's been hard as a stay at home parent with two in like a really hard phase of the two under two life and watching my husband leave for work every day and just thinking like, man, he gets to sit in his car and listen to podcasts while I am here with tantrums and diapers and yes and then reframing I've gotten really good at reframing that like instantly with I am so grateful I get this time with my young children and so many people would love to be in this position and I am so lucky that even though the days are long the years are short and I get to be here for that. So that's been something that I've overcome recently with gratitude. I love that you shared that because I think that's something that so many people feel. And, you know, as a teacher on summer breaks or holidays or weekends even, and you're in the thick of it and you're dealing with a temper tantrum or you're trying to get your child to go to bed and you start to feel your heart move from a position of love and kindness and understanding to completely. And when I say start to move, it moves very quickly from to one extreme to the next. And I find myself going, man, like first off, people who do this full time, that is, I don't know how they do that because It's nice to have seasons where I can get in the car and I can go to a whole different world, but at the same time, right, then half of my heart is not with me and it's outside of my body somewhere else during the day. But I think that's so beautiful to say because we all take our moments during the day as we live and we look to other people and we look to other lives and other lifestyles and other choices and everybody else's situation, not really knowing what their situation is, but just what it looks like and putting labels on it or assuming things when we all struggle. It looks different. We all feel the same type of insecurities. It just comes out differently. But to share that practice of reframing your thoughts, I think is so beautiful to share. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, just by that honesty. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah, just the grass is always greener, you know. And that's something I think everyone can relate to. But if you take a moment to be grateful for your own lawn, then you will be better for it. Absolutely. So I know you have two journals, which I'm so excited for. And I'm curious. So how during your day, especially balancing a two-year-old and a six-month-old, what does that look like for you? How do you find times, like actual practical tips here of, okay, this sounds great, 
practicing gratitude is a muscle, but how do I actually do this? What has seemed to work best for you? What would you recommend? Well, for moms, I would definitely recommend waking up before your children. And I think you've talked about that before on an episode um, about just giving yourself that time and space to get centered before your beautiful little people wake up is just a saving grace because you can't pour from an empty cup. We all know this. And even if you're having to cut out a little bit of sleep or go to bed a little earlier to make it happen, it is worth it every time to take a minute, take a beat before getting the little guys up from their cribs. And a big part of my morning time, I guess that's what I call it, my morning time, where before my kids get up is is writing in the journal, which is actually how these whole this whole journal thing materialized because I found myself writing the same prompts every single day in my little spiral notebook. And I thought like, I should just get this printed somehow. And then one thing led to another and I ended up publishing it on Amazon. But in my journal, I write my intentions for the day, a short gratitude list. I always do gratitude first. Um, Three priorities, only three, to really par down on what to focus on. And then there's some other stuff, but those are the main, most important. If you have time for nothing else, think about those things. And I also, you know, have a cup of coffee. Sometimes I light a candle, especially in the winter when it's still dark outside. And having that time to pour into myself makes me a better mom, wife, friend, employee, everything. I love that. That's so good. And that's funny because I'm literally, as I was driving back home (laughs) to record this episode with you, I was thinking to myself, why do I feel scattered? Why do I feel just like there's crazy in my head? And I thought, you know why? Because we're not sleeping over here right now. And my wake up is trying to quietly crawl out of my bed to not wake up my son to shift him over to my husband so he can snuggle with him and then tiptoe out of the house to get to work on time. And I was like, man, you know, it would be really good to get back to a routine of sitting with, you know, maybe my planner or my journal and actually thinking, hmm, like, what's the focus today? What's the intention? And so I love that that's what your journal is. And I'm so excited to get my hands on it and start bringing back a little bit of that time for myself in the mornings, because I know I need it based on how I feel and how chaotic things can be right now. So that's awesome. And I love that you have that and you've established that as a routine and the beginning of your day before anything else happens. Yes, it makes such a huge difference. And then I also, I've been out of practice with my nightly routine, but I did have a good routine going of like, I shower at the end of the day after the kids are down and I have my evening journal and a cup of chamomile. But we went through the whole no sleeping thing like last month with my two-year-old and I haven't gotten back to into the goods a good swing of things since then but but mornings I think are more important for me maybe that's because I'm a morning person but I think 
starting the day off on a high note is always is never a bad thing. Yeah. And it definitely, I feel like, sets the pace and the cadence of the day. And even if everything else completely goes against what you had planned and it's a hard day and it's a challenging day, when you have that time and you start that time, you at least have that. So you at least feel like you accomplished something because you spent time reflecting. And when you make that focus with gratitude and intentions, that really puts your heart in the best place that it needs to be before you go out and do all the things that you need to do. Love on and serve all the people that you need to love on and serve. So yeah, so go you because that's awesome. And don't you dare feel bad about the evening routines or nighttime routines because, you know, sleeping two-year-old, (laughs) six-month-old. Right. Life happens. Um, I actually got started with journaling as a regular practice in the evenings. And it's kind of a funny story because it was from a secret Santa that my son's play group did, like the moms. And so I still have no idea who it was. And they sent it like a month and a half late, like past Christmas. And this is two years ago. And so I had kind of like just accepted that whoever drew my name wasn't going to send me anything and that was fine. And then it showed up randomly in like February. And it was this tiny little pocket sized journal called like, you you are awesome or something about like self-love and empowerment and so I just started writing that in that every evening before I went to sleep and then I was like wow I feel so much better and like this has given me some like direction in my life and then it became like a core staple practice for me And whenever I'm not journaling, I just feel a little out of sorts. And it was all thanks to that secret Santa. I love that that's where that came from. And that it was also from a place where you weren't thinking you were getting anything. And you're like, okay, well, guess, guess my name wasn't drawn or that gift isn't here. And then, oh, wait, look, here's a journal. And now it's turned into all of this and your whole brand too, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point in my life, um, so I'd kind of become a stay at home mom by accident. Like I resigned from my teaching position during my maternity leave because I was like, I just can't imagine putting my baby in daycare and like financially we're doing okay while I'm on leave. And it was a whole weird situation with I was going to be teaching a virtual class and they I had the baby during the summer. So I was supposed to do all of my maternity leave prep before I left in May, but they never had a class list for me. So I kind of just left. (laughs) And so I ended up resigning and then I was just kind of going with the flow. I didn't really have a plan some days it felt like I didn't have a purpose and things are much different now. I'm like 10 times as busy, but that little pocket sized journal just gave me like an anchor in that phase of life. I love that. And you had just had started teaching too. Was that your first year? I taught for two years. Okay. 
I started in fall of 2019. And then, you know, everything hit the fan in early 2020. And so I never got, like, I never really found my footing as a teacher. We, I had gotten a new class, actually, which is odd in elementary school that they switch things around mid-year. But I had gotten a new class in January, and then things let out in March. And we never went back that year, you know. And then there was the whole teaching online and in person at the same time. And I taught kindergartners with autism, so it was no cakewalk. And I learned I learned so much from those two years. And I did love parts of it, but right now I just don't think that's for me. And I hope to go back one day, hope maybe in like a different capacity of what kind of classroom I teach. But yeah, that's my my teaching story. (laughs) That's crazy. I can't even fathom because as teachers know, dealing with the 2020, 2021, 2022, just now I feel like this semester finally feels like it used to. Three years (laughs) since. And so I'm so glad I had my years before a pandemic to hold on to as, okay, like this is, this is what my heart feels. This is what I feel good about. And this is where my passion is. Because if I had started in the middle of that, oh my goodness. You'd be staying at home just like me. (laughs) I don't think I would still be in the classroom because that tested every bit of me. Yeah. So what a cool story, though, to really put you in the place where you're supposed to be right now. And just as you said, all from a journal that could provide an anchor. And now you have journals that can be anchors for so many people who are looking for that release and the need to be able to process thoughts and cling to thankfulness. That's amazing. Thank you. Yes, I I hope that I hope that someone is looking, who is looking for a journal like I was, finds it because I created it out of not being able to find exactly what I wanted, which was not something super religious, but not something so open-ended. And I just couldn't find somewhere like something in the middle of like slightly spiritual, but still practical And so I created it. I love that. And I love that so many people sit on an idea or sit on a dream or like, I'm going to do this at some point. And I love that you just did it. And you did two. You made two journals, which is so great because again, like that is such an important part of your morning routine, your evening routine when everyone sleeps well. And I think that is so cool and admirable to just do the thing. Right. And I I had been working on it like bits and pieces slowly, slowly for months while I was pregnant with my second. And at that point I was working part-time at a daycare where I could bring my, my first with me. And so I had a little bit of extra time where I could drop him off early or pick him up late, depending on my shift. Um, so I had some like time with childcare where I was working on it very, very slowly. And then 
right before my second was born, like within a week of my due date, I finally published it. Like the procrastinator in me just had to had to push it off until last minute. And so I published it a week before he was born. And then I actually created the second one while he was a newborn, which looking back now, which it wasn't that long ago, seems just so crazy that I put together a whole guided journal book to publish within like a month of having a baby. So I'm excited personally to get my own hands on these journals, especially as we are losing sunlight now as we head into the winter months. And I feel like it's more time to be cozier, more time to be inward, and just more time to start the day and end the day with reflection and gratitude and intention. And I know so many people have the goal as we turn a new year to focus on new resolutions, new goals, new focuses for the new year. I think it's such a cool way to use a little bit of the downtime that some of us have on the holidays when we're home more, or especially the long week between Christmas and New Year's to work on setting some new habits and new intentions. And I think your journals are going to do awesome for that. So where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is gratitude nest. And there's a link there for the journals, but I can also give you my author page for my Amazon to link in the show notes. And they're also through Amazon. So super easy to order, fast shipping, free if you have Prime. And yeah. I love that. That is so fun. And I, again, I love journals. I love writing anything down, any excuse to write anything down. And so I love that this is something with purpose (laughs) to actually write things down that can help your heart and put you in a position of gratitude and thankfulness. And that is so fun. And I'm so proud of you for doing all these things and being an amazing mom and just also taking care of yourself in the process because it's hard (laughs) and life can be hard and days can be challenging. And so I think that's all so important and I'm just so proud. Thank you. I am impressed with how this podcast is doing. I went to go catch up on it or catch up on a lot of podcasts actually, but I saw that you've got like hundreds of episodes, over a hundred. And I remember um, when you started it, it seems like it was last month and time's flying. It does. Every new episode, I'm like, you're listening to episode da-da-da. And my voice has such inflection in it because every time I read the number, I'm like, how is this even possible that this is the episode number? So thank you. It's been so fun. It's such a creative outlet, but also I always try to protect my heart every single time I hit record and make sure that where I'm coming from is a place of calm and a place of pure intention and not stress. And so I'm very, very particular whenever I hit record where my head is at. And it's cool because I should do that with every aspect of my life, but I don't. But it's like, this is the one avenue where I feel very protective over. And it's been really fun and a really cool outlet to 
hopefully connect and encourage and just remind people that, hey, you're doing a great job and it's okay when things are hard and just keep moving forward and you're important and you matter. So that's beautiful. And you are doing a great job. Well, hey, thank you. So I have one final question. And I ask everyone this on the podcast, but what is your best day? Okay. My best day would be waking up to like a slow morning with husband and kids all home, uh, drinking coffee on the couch. Um, In the best day, the the kids would get along and they would play nicely. Um, And um, cooking a big breakfast. We love breakfast in my house. And then going to do something outside as a family. Like even if it's just a park nearby, love that. Uh, We love adventures like going for little hikes. And I know lots of great local spots if you're interested. And um, then rounding the day off by going out to eat, but only at a place with patio or outdoor seating where my two-year-old can be a two-year-old. Absolutely. That's very similar to the things that speak so much life and joy to my heart. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. That is the best day for sure. Well, oh, Sarah Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for being honest. And I am just so excited for you. And I'm excited to see where your passion and your dream is going to continue to take you as you continue to grow as a mom and just as yourself. And so thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I've been so excited to do this. This is so fun. Yay. I'm so glad. And I'm so glad we finally finally made it happen. Yes. Well, I will see you later. Until next time, have the best day. Wasn't that so good? Don't you just love listening to Sarah Michelle's heart on gratitude and her honest perspective on life and motherhood? I am so excited for you to get your hands on her journals. I have linked both in the show notes, the morning journal and the evening journal. And I know it would mean so much to Sarah Michelle as well as myself if you checked them out. Sarah Michelle truly wanted to create a journal that could help cultivate a heart of gratitude, as well as guide you through the intentional moments of your day to really help position your heart in the best place possible. And I hope that's what you felt as you listened to this honest conversation. And I strongly encourage you to go check out those journals and see what happens if you just incorporate a few moments within your day to really reflect and Give yourself this place to meditate on gratitude and really see what it can do for you and your heart and how it can transform your life in the everyday simple living. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait for you to continue to really just move with purpose this week and to maintain a grateful and thankful heart in the process. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. It's been so fun to connect with you and I can't wait to do this with you again later for another episode. Until then, friend, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, 
positive mindset, and intentional living, come join the Best Day Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friend. 